your girl Tanya and Damar, and we are the, the Zenials. I'm clear with the pay. What the hell? Jiggered. What the song are you singing? Is it Brooklyn's finest? I don't know. Um, are we allowed to place? No, it's copyright, isn't it? Yes. Do you want this to get taken down? Ah, oh, god damn it! Okay, hey guys. Oh my god, we cannot start off with that. What? Okay, what we? What, we what? have to cut that bit out. No, it, we're still rolling. I'm gonna keep that in because it's funny. Oh my gosh, that's. I'll see how I feel. Kind of embarrassing for me, but we'll move. Anyway, hey guys. Welcome. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to the podcast. Yes, hello, hello. The poddy. Um, hope you guys are having an amazing week so far. Yep. Um, uh, me and Damar were literally saying, like, last week has gone so quickly. It has, yeah. Like, definitely. Yeah, it's... Um, oh, I actually love that it's gone quick because... Yeah, I just love it. Yeah. Good um, vibes. We were what were we doing on our way here? Oh my gosh. We um do you know what's <laughs> I keep, I think I said another po- in another episode. Sometimes the things we say in the car, I'm like, damn. Have you guys heard what we're talking about? You think about I think we lost our mind. That we're weird. Cray cray. Weirdos. Um yeah, we were talking about like intrusive thoughts. How did oh do you know what it started off because I had a bit of road rage and I was just like I just feel like knocking that person over. I don't think your road rage was that bad. I I personally feel like it was fine. I wouldn't actually do it, but an intrusive thought hit me thought like just popped in. I was like, oh, could just hit them. You call it rage, I call it passion. Thank you. <laughs> I was just trying to get us from A to B. Oh gosh. Okay, yeah. yeah. What was Nah, mine was disgusting. Yes. Mine was disgusting. Demar, because I, I share because it. I love you so much. What? I don't okay. think you should share yours. Okay, good, good, good. We're not going to share it. Demar's was, was yeah. disgusting. You've read that enough on the other episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm uh, keeping my mouth shut. So no, we guys, love it. No, we love the transparency. We love it. We yeah, do. But some things I actually need to keep to myself because, like, remember the internet does not forget what happens someone rolls it up and like oh my god do you remember when you said this i'd be like what <laughs> that what me me like i will forget what i've said once i finish recording editing everything if you were to ask me three weeks down like do you remember what you said in that episode i'd be like i ain't got a clue i'm, I'm telling you now I don't oh no I, I actually remember like a lot of things i, I don't, don't know. I think that's just my i forget yeah I, that was another intrusive thought oh uh, again do i mention this it's up to you you say whatever you want to say. As a best friend, do you think, do you think, do you think I should say it or not? I'm saying it's up to you. Like some things you keep to yourself, and some things you can. You don't have to say everything on the podcast. Are you now, 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 I feel like I've just, I've just like you You're know, doing that thing where you like mention something, but then you yeah. go, oh, actually, no, I can't. Oh, say you it. know what? I can't do it to you guys. I'm just gonna say it. Like I was telling Demar. Oh my god, I hope like my mum's not listening to this. <laughs> That will be so embarrassing. Um, do you know, sometimes I feel like I can just look at someone. I can just like, I just feel like I know what dick size they are. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know why. Um, what did we call it? It was dick at first sight. A bit like. <laughs> Honestly, someone's going to use that as Make a podcast. It'll show. show in a forget few years Forget love time. is blind. Forget. Married at first sight. 
It's dick at first sight. I'm telling you, give it like a good few years. That's going to be a headline of a we show. We could give and naked I'm getting, attraction. And I'm, and getting, I'm getting credit for that right here. Right now. We That's going to be copyrighted. Literally give naked attraction a run for its money. For real. Do you know, it's very interesting that we're talking about this because what we're talking about today is very different from what we've just oh started my gosh. with. So we just thought we'll just bring the energy and yeah. then we're going to kind of talk a bit of, I don't know, like... I like to say serious topic. Yeah. Um, but I kind of want to just give like a disclosure. Um, we are going to talking about like mental well-being, mental health. Yep. Um, obviously there might be some retouchy things in there. If you know that they're triggers, like just give this episode a miss. Yeah. Um, or just tune in at the very end for like a weekly feels. Um, but yeah. So actually... I think it's the 15th of May to 21st of May Yeah, um, was Mental Health Awareness Week. Mm-hmm. So we're a little bit late. We're only a few days late. When it um, comes out, it'll be a few days. But, you know, it, mental health is every day. That so. is really every day. Um, the only reason why I'm, I've, I actually mentioned it to my to talk about it is because um, at work, we... I don't want to, like, bait out, like, where I work and stuff. But we did, like, a really nice, like, mental health, like, well-being, like, campaign. Mm. So... We actually like closed roads down, had a massive marquee. We had patients that came and we just literally talked about your well-being. Yeah. Whether that's like physical problems or like mental um, health issues that you want to discuss. Um, any like worries. Yeah. Um, you can kind of discuss it there essentially. But um, yeah, I feel like I waffled on a bit. <laughs> no, no, no. That's important. But, um, um, I think it's just great to work, raise more awareness i think that has increased over the years yeah i do feel like it's still in its um baby stages Mm. i feel like um mental health is it's also so broad there's so many things that come under it and um it is a very touchy subject and it's something that affects pretty much everyone um in some form of capacity in their life and I think it is definitely important to bring awareness to it and talk about it. And it's it's difficult because sometimes you don't know that something is wrong or you feel like it's normal or you don't like to self-diagnose. I always say this, I don't like to self-diagnose myself. But if I was being honest, it's like, yes, there there are things that I'm like, okay, I probably do have that. You know? Yeah. So um, obviously you can go to your GP and everything like that. But um, I think there is a fear about being diagnosed yeah i think because it's there's such a negative like um emotional strain and like pressure around having like a mental health um issue or problem well i say problem because that's what that's what people call it essentially yeah but then it's like it's so strange because you should treat it same as like for example let's say you've got a respiratory problem yeah like and you've got asthma like people don't have people aren't saying like oh yeah i've got asthma and i'm taking inhalers for it yeah you're like oh okay nice like hope you like make sure you keep them make sure you keep those inhalers on you at all times yeah you know um but when it's like mental health problems it's almost like people like oh okay okay, okay." like people kind of almost like i don't want to hear it i actually think the reason why that is like that though is because things like having asthma whatever it's kind of like in a way kind of black and white like you diagnose it you see the symptoms you kind of can clarify it is whereas with mental health it's all in the mind most of it and one we don't know enough about the brain 
still mm. and two because it's a it's an individual experience it's really hard to quantify it i, feel I was like. literally just thinking of that word yeah, it's, it's, you it's can't really, quantify yeah, it yeah it's, so if someone tells you that this is how i feel this is what's happening and another person says this like how you can't say this person is definitely got the symptoms this person doesn't because it varies within the person and that's what makes it so difficult but but even though it's difficult it's something that should they should definitely take more time to actually delve yeah. into it because it affects and it's it's one of those things where like it can go unnoticed you can have yeah. it for your whole entire life you can have things that are wrong with you and you don't even know yeah and like i think for some people some people think okay like, well this is normal so like i'm not gonna yeah think to speak to someone about it but i just have to like just live with it and just somehow just live with it yeah and other people feel like okay like i'm probably the only person like feeling this way yeah um if you're unsure um there's actually like questionnaires um yeah. online um i think it's called the phq9 questionnaire mm -hmm. um essentially it's just like a list of questions about how you feel um like like your sleeping patterns like your appetite yeah um trouble doing like daily activities it kind of like in a way i know it's a bit of a strange but it kind of quantifies yeah it as a diagnosis per se yeah um but obviously it varies like yeah from person to person of course mm -hmm. um and for those people that probably feel like oh i feel like alone in this or like probably no one experienced it to the extent that i experience it um as you guys know i love stats <laughs> <laughs> i love stats so one in four people um in their lifetime experience a mental health issue mm -hmm. um and out of that eight in a hundred people actually get diagnosed yeah. with anxiety well it's like mixed anxiety with depression yeah um even though anxiety and depression are two different things they're two different things but the way they're treated like medication wise it treats both okay there isn't one to treat either or yeah. like specifically mm -hmm. um and then like one in three of those adults are actually on treatment yeah um so yeah i hope that kind of like i guess quantifies like how yeah i guess how common it is yeah it, it's it's so common but i just feel like it's not like maybe it's different for us because like for example me and demar like we really speak on our emotions yeah and like how we feel like if we're having like a really shit day or shit week like yeah or if something bad happens we are like our first yeah like we would call each other and like very much openly yeah but we express. weren't always like that no we weren't we weren't always like that we'll get into that <laughs> yeah you know like it was took me a long long time to even get to a point because like i'm sure people that might listen to it and be like yeah i kind of like keep myself to myself i keep my emotions in or i find it hard to express myself i understand exactly how you feel I was definitely there. Um, it can be hard when you, you might grow up in an environment where you just don't feel like you can express yourself, which is most of the time why people don't say anything is mm. because it's not talked about. You don't see anybody else in your family going through it. They probably are, but they're just really good at hiding it. Mm. Um, so now that you're an adult, it's like, well, you know, it's weird. It's like you become, you're a child and then like you just get thrown into adulthood. There's no like training period before you go into adulthood yeah. where it's like, now that you're an adult, this is the step-by-step -step guide of, like, what uh, you could experience. Only. 
you know, like a, a whole PowerPoint presentation on the things that you could expect and be like, oh, so you know anything that you've experienced in your childhood, you know it's going to come out in your ad- adulthood. Like, oh, you know, God. Like don't, don't we wish you all knew that. <laughs> your trauma will come through whenever you want to. Like, it's just, yeah, yeah it's just like, um, it's, 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 yeah, it's one of those things and you have to, it's so hard to navigate and understand. But my one of my pieces of advice is you need to pay attention to yourself mm. and you need to pay attention to your mind your body physically emotionally and mentally you know when you feel good you know when you don't feel good you have to pay attention to that sometimes your body will tell you something is wrong and not always like in your mind it will be physically you're physically getting ill um you know you're not eating as much you're not sleeping you're not like there are signs that you can look out for i always say like my three ones is like your mood like would you say your mood's like fluctuating drastically yeah uh and also kind of me just remember that like even if you feel really good or really happy or really down or really low yeah they're all very temporary feelings and Mm -hmm. they will never last forever no contentment and peace will always like can last forever but happy and sad doesn't it's always a temporary feeling yeah that's like my thing to look out for sleep if your sleep like really fluctuates and you're getting like you're not getting enough sleep that will overall affect your mental well-being yeah naturally and then also appetite like i think that one's really like not yeah I feel like we say, oh, yeah, eat your five a day, eat healthy. I don't think people stress enough about what you put into your, like how important it is to put good food in your body. But also like your actual eating habits. Um, Yes. I know for me, I didn't even realise this until I started going therapy that I had really bad eating habits as a child. Mm. And I used to think it was normal. I thought it was absolutely normal. I used to just like eat maybe once a day. And then what I would do is I'd eat once a day. And then because I'd in a way kind of basically starving myself, I would then on the weekend be like, like binge eat, like eat loads to try and make yeah. up for the week. And for, then I would feel guilty and then go back and do the same thing again in a week, like a, an endless cycle. Mm. But nobody like, again, as I'm saying, like you, it's your environment as well. Nobody picked that up in my yeah. household no one picked up that that was something i was doing but i also learned some of my behaviors from my family members they you know their eating habits are a bit weird as well so i picked it up from them as well i used to think it was normal to actually be like that and i was really good at hiding it like i you know like during school times no one's really paying attention to what i you honestly it's only when demar mentioned it to me like it wasn't that it wasn't that long ago now, like a few years like maybe like a year ago or something you mentioned yeah. to me and i was like oh my god i never noticed that but you wouldn't know because no, i would just eat that one meal yeah. at lunchtime and that to me is like i don't know it's just so strange yeah um but it's good that like you're now at a stage where like you've recognized it like yeah. you've addressed it and like you're you've made steps on how to to battle that improve it i also know that um, it's my i know that it's a trigger for me when i'm going through something my my eating will change i will become i won't eat a lot i'll i'll start like barely eating in the day and then doing that whole pattern thing again yeah so once i start recognizing i was like okay something is going on because why am i mm. that's not how i like to eat so 
Yeah, um, because sometimes, like, yeah, like you, said, you said, your body tells you something. Yeah. But then your mind's not connecting it straight away to, it's not recognizing the feeling it's connected with. Yeah. Um, That's something I found really difficult for like a while. Yeah. I feel like I'm still learning now mm-hmm. about exactly pinpointing like my your triggers triggers and feelings okay but i just listen to like, i send them i was trying to be i'm trying to put up to my route on my commute to work so i'm listening to like a <laughs> like a good like podcast in the morning um i try not to worry like too much yeah how i'm feeling sometimes because mm-hmm. i feel like all that energy yeah. that i put into worrying about that feeling yeah that energy can be put into something else to make me feel better or doing things that I know makes me feel content, happy, at peace and at a better place. Yeah. But I know that's like controversial because some people are like, no, you should always pinpoint exactly what feelings, but if it's causing me so much worry. I think you need to uncover what that is. Yeah. Why I just, it consumes you so much. Yeah. I just feel like for me, worrying is like a huge waste of time. It's where your worry is rooted. That's where you have to find it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I understand that. It's it's. I'm an overthinker myself, so I waste again, like you. I waste a lot of energy worrying about things that haven't even happened yet. Mm. Um, that's actually sorry to interrupt you. That's actually really common. I've spoken to so many of my friends. Yeah, and like it can be something right, very simple as like. We're going to meet at this place for lunch. Yeah. And we don't all live in like the same area neighborhood. So we're meeting at the destination. Yeah. And it's like, it was so funny. Me and my friends talking about it, about our thought process, thought like a thought process before they arrive. And I was like, yep. Like the night before I think about the time I have to wake up, the yep. time to get ready. I do the same. Um, roughly have an idea what outfit I'm wearing um, if I need to wash my hair the night before, cause I don't want shit hair for like that day. Yeah. Factoring the commute time. Oh my god, what am I gonna do on that commute? Do I need to bring a book? Do I need to do this? Oh, oh my god. But when I get to the station, what if I don't have signal to like mess my friend if I meet them at the station or at the yeah. place? Oh my god, what if I'm running late? You know, there's just like, and we're like, you know how like how crazy it is like how many things we like think through for like just a meet like yeah, and do you know, so simple. Do you know? do you know that for me personally i don't know if it's for everyone but that's how i figured out how to get out of that was me doing that is me not trusting myself it it goes back to mm. that it's me not having confidence in myself that's where it starts that that over worrying and the anxiety because it's like your anxiety is based off future like future things things that haven't happened yeah. yet and it's because it goes back to you don't trust yourself yeah so you have this this like this oh my gosh is this gonna happen and i'm gonna do this and this whatever and then instead of actually being like just look at the facts here have you gone to a to b before have you done this before and you've got here and you've actually been able to do this and you don't think about that in those moments you don't think that i've yeah but i've met up with my friends before and this has happened and we were fine and it's okay it's, it's yeah you, you don't think that that goes out of your windows if you've not done this over and over again but that doesn't come in your brain you're just fully like yeah this is gonna do it and it's so crazy that you, you don't realize you're doing this you're like a hamster on a wheel yeah and all you need is to be like hold on 
Just Stop. pause a break for a second. Do you know what? You're gonna love this stat. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna love this one. Honestly, on. apparently, so all those like this like that common thing of like oh what if what if that happens? There's like impossibility. There's possibilities of like the worst thing yeah happening. Apparently, only one in is it thirty three yeah times is it actually like somewhat correct yeah that's wild one in 30 you've wasted 32 energy sources on <laughs> things that wasn't gonna happen like when i hear stuff like that i'm like yeah because the way i've always explained it i think i've explained this to you before i believe you have a set number of energy per day a bit like your phone battery mm-hmm. like you have 100 percent right in that day and you can choose to spend like 50% on TikTok, 20% on phone calls and whatnot. Mm-hmm. The same thing applies to your life. You can spend like 50% of your energy of the day on like worrying and stressing. Or you can spend that like 50% like going out and like socializing and having fun or watching that movie that you wanted to watch with like a tub of ice cream. Like, you know, you can, Yeah. there's just so like, I just feel like with the energy that you have to try and invest it in the best way possible but i think that all stems to again it's when you don't know how to express yourself and how you're feeling inside that is where it is it feels so small Mm. in your head what you're thinking about it feels so small feels so personal to you feels so lonely to you that no one else in the world is thinking that and actually pretty much everybody has experienced oh my god like probably majority of people are thinking that and when you take yourself out of that and you actually look at the facts of the situation, you are sometimes able to be like, actually, I got this. It's okay. You know what? It's okay. It's not. And then, you know what? It's annoying because when you actually do the thing that you've been so anxious or so worried about, it's never usually as bad. And you're like, oh my God, why was, yeah. why was I like <laughs> literally panicking over this thing? Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes it is. But also, there's also a sense of relief of that as well. Because then you also have done it now yeah. as well. You know? Yeah. I do feel like, for those that do feel, like, alone, like, g- genuinely, like, my heart... Goes out to you. It really does, because I would hate for someone to feel alone. Yeah. Um, I feel like, for me, it's made difficult, because I live at home, and I'm surrounded by family, and mm-hmm. I'm, like, we're, like, very much in each other's business. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're pretty, like... Like, Demar, you've seen, like, how family are. We're very, like, in each other's face yeah. type of thing. So, like, I never... When I'm at home, I really... I rarely ever feel lonely. If anything, I have to make sure I have my own alone time. Yeah. Um, to just to, you know... But, I don't know, for those that do feel alone, like, I hope you do know there's, like... There's other people out there... Yeah, that are feeling that the are same feeling way. That are feeling the same way. And I know it's going to feel people are like oh but everybody says that i'm like i get the point where like i say that it feels personal because it's your brain it's your thoughts nobody thinks like you i get it but there are people who will have similar experiences yeah we're not saying like the exact because no one's life is exactly the same that's impossible never know unless you've got a doppelganger somewhere oh god i always i always feel like I, i feel like mine's in like I don't know, like, sorry, this is going off topic, sorry. I feel like mine's in, like, the West Indies. I feel like it's in St. Lucia. That's something to visit. That's so oh, Sorry, sorry, what? sorry. That was really sidetracked. I'm so sorry. 
I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was so bad. <laughs> oh god, I can't. Sorry, with you. sorry. I had to just liven it up a bit. Okay. Um. Yeah, I just. But I do know what that alone feeling feels like because I feel like um. Yeah. Do you know what? All you girls and boys are at uni probably yeah. will have that feeling mm-hmm. of like loneliness because you obviously go to this massive, big new environment. There's like not one small change, like heaps of like huge changes, like all the time. Yeah. And it's very easy to feel like lonely, mm-hmm. even though you know everyone's been put in the same. It still falls that way. Position, but you're like, oh, but they're going out having fun and they're out and about and they're doing this and this and this. Where that person's probably going out to kind of like to run away from the loneliness, you know? It's, um, but yeah, I feel like it's very easy to sit in this position. Be like, yeah, like you're going to be fine. Like, don't worry, you'll get over it. I think in the moment, it feels a lot yeah. different. Because I can definitely say that. I, I definitely experienced that at uni. I think it was like in my third year of uni. Mm. Um, did you ever get that experience? Like that, like I had like a really severe like lone. I just felt so alone at one point at uni. I so in my first year, I always say my first year was my worst year because I came into uni running away from my problems. I had had a really hard year, mm. and my first reaction was to try and reinvent myself and be mm. like i'm gonna go to uni everything that's just happened to me in the past 12 months doesn't matter it didn't happen it doesn't exist i'm fine that i'm okay me. that's not me i, I thought <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. the song's just coming to my head anyway and um i was like yeah i what i don't need to deal with anything that happened that doesn't matter and i thought i could go there and do that but it all it came crashing down because i didn't deal with anything and that is my advice to people if you've gone through a lot or a lot of trauma going leading up to uni do not do what i did because it does to be fair i did the exact same thing it comes crashing down it comes at different times mine came in first year mine came all the way in f and third year but i don't think i ever really dealt with it i just mean like it was it was my saddest year and then i just kind of carried on i picked myself up and kept myself busy for the next couple of years Mm. to avoid that so i never actually really dealt with it but do you know what when you don't deal with it it will drag on i call it my backpack it had a heavy backpack and it was like it was getting heavier and heavier and heavier and i was still trying to put things in it and then it's decided to start breaking and yes. everything started falling out and i was like shit shit i need to pick need that to, up what is happening everything is spilling out yeah, yeah that's the analogy i like to use and i yeah. think yeah I, I definitely did the same going into uni but i think i went the opposite to you so i because of that i went like my first year i'm sorry mum. i went <laughs> wild at uni like my first year i was wow i was out like six seven days of the week you know like out partying like all their time yeah but i think it was purely to avoid that feeling of thinking about what i've just gone through yeah um yeah and i think it just kind of all crept in Mm -hmm. third year i want to say because i think i had a distraction of like a boyfriend and like like new friends and like moving to an apartment and all of that had all that as a distraction and then third year like my boyfriend wasn't living with me like i didn't have like my close friends living with me and I think that's when it kind of all hit because I had more time yeah. 
to reflect. Like, mm-hmm. That's when you said that backpack, the straps broke off. The thing is, and that's the thing, my backpack just split. It didn't it didn't completely fall apart. I managed to stitch it back up for oh. a couple of more years, you know. Damn. And then it, you know, it burst and then it was shit. There was nothing else I could do. <laughs> it was all coming out. It was oh, all coming out. Damn. But Not the apple rolling on the floor. The, the apple was rolling on the floor. My book was rolling out. Oh, the zip damn. had come off. Not the pages falling out of the book. <laughs> the sea, everything was falling out. <gasps> like um, the lip glass. Sorry. And, um... Yeah, like it was, um, so like for you, like you said, obviously you use that as coping mechanisms. I was, I was social in my first year, but then like second and third year, I was so focused on like, oh, I need to get through uni. I need to work, blah, blah, blah. I have a focus, blah, blah, blah. This is what's going to happen. Um, but again, I also had an identity crisis at uni. So I was overwhelmed with what was happening. Yeah. And I was like, I don't understand who I am, what's happening. I'm confused. Am I this person? Am I that person? Yeah. And oh, again, didn't decide to unpack that and was like, oh, well, I'll decide to be this person for the next yeah. couple of years. And then afterwards, finished uni and I was like, what's this weird feeling I'm feeling? It's like a hole. I feel like a lot of people do experience that. Yeah. Because you go from like li- living very freely, independent, and then you come out to the real world, you start working, you're like, and then some yeah. most people most people move home, especially if you're in London. Like, you unless you got money, money, which is fair play to you, which yeah. is very rare for students who've just come out of uni. That's like, true. Most of us, most of us are in an overdraft. <laughs> let's let's be real. Actually, I was very smart. I didn't I didn't have I had an overdraft, but I had a small overdraft because I was a smart cookie in uni. Um, I figured that my first month wage will cover my overdraft, so I start earning money from my second wages. Yeah, I didn't want that though. So when I got uh, my, I cleared mine in one go and still had money left over. There's no, nah, I went, <laughs> I, do you know what? I went in my last hot girl summer. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, um, yeah. But like, yeah, I think, yeah, I think. Like, like Demar said about expressing yourself. Yeah. I think it's so important to talk to someone. It's really hard. Even, even if it's like you go for like mind therapy, things called, Yeah. Mind therapy? What the hell? Like it's I think mind is the charity, sorry. Yeah. Um whereas like online therapy, there's like people that you can call like literally just to speak to. Mm-hmm. Um this is really good one that um I've learned like in the last few months. It's called like well, it's called the crisis helpline. So it's for those that have like thought about suicide or like self harm. Mm-hmm. Um and also the the stats for like suicide is like outrageously scary high. Yeah, it's like one in fifteen people attempt, yeah. which is so scary. And it's like if those people might be among us, but we never know. It's true. Um, so like there's this the crisis helpline. Um, uh, it's literally like a hotline that you can call like in that moment, mm-hmm. and someone will like talk you through like a whole process and everything. Um, and I think they run like cafe events. So for people that all have like very similar, yeah, um, I guess like situations or feelings, you can sit at like a cafe and kind of like do like a little workshop, which I think is nice. Obviously, like if you've got to a point where you've even identified it as a problem, you're already making the first. Like step. you've made such a positive step in the right direction. Yeah, it is hard. It is it is difficult because if you do get help and you do go to things like therapy unpacking that is very painful it's very dark it's horrible it's not nice but it's so corny to say but it does eventually get better 
there is like you do get some form of clarity and you can start beginning to heal healing is one of those things you're gonna have to be doing for your whole entire life you you're there's never gonna be like oh i'm healed at like, tw- at like 35 i'm healed nothing's wrong with me because you're always experiencing things in life and things are always and going that's to normal that's normal but you need to be conscious of that and you're you keep working on like i need to i need to heal i need to things are going to trigger you things are going to are going to set you back mm. but you have to keep trying like it's hard it is so hard everybody struggles with it i struggle with it but i think to myself like no like th- there's definitely something better on the other side 100% yeah i think it is def- it's definitely hard um and like i feel like i don't want to share so much of like my personal story cuz obviously it's like relatively like private mm. i can't want to keep it for me but i can say like i have been in situations where like um i am generally like a lot lot of my friends won't know this about me but like i am quite an anxious person Mm. Uh, if you really really know me of course because i will tell you like Mm -hmm. what's going on but if you're anyone else that's like not super close to me you wouldn't think yeah i don't portray myself as an anxious person a good poker face yeah i'm a little social butterfly i am um and that's the scare, that's the thing with mental health like it's not something so like opaque okay. and black and white yeah um it's not very transparent to know someone's feeling type of way um so this sounds again this sounds very cheesy but like kindness generally goes a really long way yeah like even if someone's being an asshole to you like it's most of the time when someone's being an absolute like idiot yeah I'm just like, you know what? That person's probably projecting something that's going on in their life. And you know what? Genuinely sending them like... Love. Love. And, yeah. you, and you know, I always like to... Well, I try to practice this where it's like... I try not to be the person that has to give you like all the advice. And you should do this and you should do that. And I try this. It's more like, I see you. I hear you. I'm here for you. Like something simple like that, that just but being that, there. But that is sufficient enough though for a lot of people. Exactly. Like some people who, especially people who don't, are struggle to express themselves. I'm like, I just, I see you. I see that something is going yeah. on. If you don't want to share it, that's fine. But I'm here. I'm a listener. I'm a soundboard for you, mm. for you to say what you want to say. I will keep my mouth shut. Let you say what you need to say. Yeah. I'm not going to interject. I'm not going to put, oh, and I did this and I did that. It's like, I'm also good at reading the room yeah and also so, <laughs> i'm just like yeah you can tell if some people are like yeah they may be a bit more like vocal some people are not it's just showing up for them yeah you know what that actually reminds me if like when you have a conversation with someone like about that i think it's good to kind of establish whether from that conversation do you want comfort or a solution yeah because i've noticed with like a lot of like type of relationships like mm-hmm. friendships like friends like fam like family ships that's not even a word that's my <laughs> word i made that word up um those type of relationships i always feel like it's important to kind of address that because sometimes you can express something so I'm like yeah well just do this this i'm like no, no no i just want you to listen and comfort me yeah i don't want it i don't want a solution in that moment you know you want someone to hear your thought presence hear your feelings so i think it's good to kind of like yeah that be like if you want to express it to your friend or someone that you know or whatever kind of establish that because it kind of helps other person yeah see where you're at yeah yeah that's what i think i think that's important i think um, 
Mm. Again, if you if you struggle with expressing yourself, I always advise journaling. And I I was one of those people that were like journaling really like I tried before and like I just couldn't get into it. And then it's only recently that I've been able to get into it and I've talked about it before, but like honestly, it helps me because of the environment I'm in. When you're in an environment where you feel like you can't always express yourself, mm. perhaps you've been hurt by someone and that you live with that person. It's very hard for yeah. you to be like you want to every day be like I hate you I want to like you want to yeah. do everything but it's like that's just not it's not healthy to do no. that and you have to you have to try and self regulate yourself and your mm. feelings so journaling has helped me so much because I write down every single thing I am feeling throughout that day on there and afterwards I'm like I feel so much lighter now now I can like skip down the corridor so do like, you so know, do you journal like morning afternoon evening it's whenever i feel whenever like there's no structure to it's it it's more like it's whenever i feel like all the emotions have just on top sure. of me now so when when it feels like it's rising and i feel like oh my god like i'm i'm going to explode i write it all out okay because i i should probably let it but i feel like that's when i get everything out if i start in the morning i i probably will put a few like maybe one paragraph and i'll just leave it for the rest of the day but when I just like actually be like, okay, it's usually I usually write more or less around about four or five in the afternoon, mm. and I I thought it was like four or five pages for a second. Well, it depends. Oh, Sometimes it, depends, it yeah. depends on how I'm feeling, but that's usually around the time when I just feel like it's all there and it's like okay, so I write and write and write and write. Sometimes it takes me like an hour and I'm still writing in there, Damn. like just to get everything off. And you know what I do? I never I never read them back. I don't read the back. Do you know what? That's really funny because um, I so I used to journal a lot. Um, I'll go into a bit later about what I do now, but um, I used to write like pages upon pages upon pages sometimes. Yeah. Um, especially when I was like um in that third year of uni, when I was going through that difficult time, I started doing journaling to help with like my feelings, and then so when I was in, so I moved. Um, to Oxford for about six months during lockdown by myself and that time I journaled a lot mm-hmm. um, and I read them back and I was like oh, I just wanted to hug like <laughs> me back then and been like oh my god like this like this worry that you're thinking of like you're gonna look in like a year time and you're gonna be like why on earth like yeah. in a year time this is gonna be like minute like it's gonna be so minute to you you've just gotta like yeah just write just write it out and you'll be fine um i think it's good to read sometimes it's good to see like how far you've come do you know why i don't read them because i i used to read them before Mm -hmm. but it used to just make me really upset so i stopped doing it because it it was my way of like okay now that emotion doesn't belong to me anymore it's gone now it's like okay i've had it for a while i've put it down on the paper that's it it doesn't belong to me anymore it's my way of being like okay on to the next yeah. and for me personally it doesn't have to work for everyone if you want to you know read it back that's fine but for me it helps me move on and just get about my day I said because yeah. I have a I have a habit of holding on to the feeling mm. for too long and I yeah. found that is a good way for me to let it go that's so. right you know what um, that reminds me like, in my therapy session I've not been therapy in ages because I feel like I've I, I don't want to jinx it <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna say it. I don't want to. I don't want to put. I don't want to jinx it. Um, yeah. Um, so I like this technique. It's called tapping. 
Mm. So like you tap certain like pressure points mm-hmm. in your body and like you express like how you're feeling. And as you're doing that, you're literally quite literally tapping it out of your body. Yeah. So essentially saying like that feeling doesn't like you're literally like tapping out that emotion yeah and saying okay like you're tapping it out you're feeling it through okay you're feeling it out okay okay cool that emotion doesn't belong to me that feeling doesn't belong to me and i'm like getting rid of it yeah so like if you don't want to write that's like another try to do that another technique i'll actually leave a link on our instagram on like tapping um because it's actually really interesting if you don't like writing yeah Um, but i also feel like I think if you just want to stick to basic things on like how to get you a bit out of if you're you're feeling like you're in a mood or it's really down is do like the simplest things that make you happy. Like I love ice cream. I will go and buy a tub of ice cream and sit there and eat the ice cream because that that's brings me perfectly good. Like if it's your joy, yeah. If it's hanging out with your family, is it walking your dog? If it's going to the park, riding a bike, watching TV, whatever it is, just for you to have that relief. You need to be able to have that relief of I can take a break from how I'm feeling and I can do something else. Yeah. And also I do feel like some people don't actually know like what makes them happy. happy. Yeah. So like my suggestion would be like, am I I think I did this at, I can't remember when I did this actually, but I literally made a jar, um, put loads of like piece of paper of like random like hobbies. Yeah. I literally on Google and put hobbies that make people happy. <laughs> and literally like copied each one i was like origami reading riding a bike yeah you can just try, try literally just try and you never know like it might it might surprise you <laughs> you know you might find like a new passion or, like a new interest um yeah that might help you like a nice focus yeah you need that sense of relief because it can be consuming it's it's exhausting being you it's mm. exhausting being a human existing in this world and sometimes you need to have those little breaks in between because it's just too much. And I understand that everybody experiences that. It's like, it's too much. Sometimes yeah. I want to like, can I just take my brain out and put it on just the side for a, for a bit? Second. So I can just be literally empty, nothing. I don't want to think about anything. Yeah, I get you. You know. Um, but yeah, I feel like in this this episode, we just want to essentially, I guess, raise more awareness of it. Yeah. Like we've, guess shared our feelings and our thoughts and experiences mm-hmm. um and hopefully that kind of makes you guys feel like you're not alone um but if not like um we'll leave some links as well mm-hmm. um in this episode as well for you to refer to yes um and genuinely like from the bottom of my heart I'm sending out like lots of love to all of you guys we love you and i hope everyone's doing well yes um also this is really random but like like our dms are actually always open you can send so us something. if you want to send us because meanwhile we're very open books like we're very like not open books we're very open-minded people like especially demar like nothing phases demar like pretty much no. i said some wild things demar just did this little face i'm like you're not mad she's like no i'm not mad i love you and i'm like okay because i understand that humans are so complex that it's i just find it really hard to judge people like yeah i would i would considering say, yeah i wouldn't say i judge but i just feel like you're on like a different level to most people yeah I'm just, in, a, in a great way i'm very like well i mean if that's yeah. what floats because earlier today i'm just like i've i've worked it out that i am actually not the main character in your story like i am actually only the main character in my story so because of that i only have a certain say and i don't feel like i 
yeah. need to have that much of an opinion on your life unless you want me to and you ask for my opinion but like i'm like you do your thing like if something is bothering you or you guys want to message us or whatever just ask it's always free yes but from that oh on to exciting onto something more light-hearted yeah i'm trying to um do you want me to go first? Go on. Okay, so my well, my weekly feels actually perfectly in line. Okay, with what we discussed today. So mine's actually so I've I don't want to say too much on it because I kind of want to be solid in it before doing it. But I've always wanted to be like a morning person in general. I've always wanted to like I like the idea of achieving stuff in the morning before my day starts like my work day yeah um I don't, I don't know if you guys heard like five, you're five five to nine before you're nine to five I've always I've always wanted to be that person but as well DeMarfrey knows I am not a morning person <laughs> I'm grumpy as hell like I'm just not um so I've been trying to like wake up earlier mm-hmm. um have like a structure for my morning get some movement in like try not have th- the first thing I consume is not caffeine now because just feel like it I, just you know it's just not good for me but <laughs> there's this thing that one of my friends um shout out to one of my best friends like she recommended this and we're kind of going this journey together to like be more like self-aware like just make a morning productive um but there's this book called um the greatest self-help book is the one written by yourself mm. and it's by Vex King and Corshaw so husband and wife and mm-hmm. um, Vexkin has like another book I think it's like good vibes good vibes and something um he's got quite a few like good self-help books that are like and they're like really like is it friend like not friendly what's the word like they're very like they're not complex they're like simplified it's like more of like a Personal. like a chatty okay. um tone um but essentially this is like it's just it's like a journal but with like with lots of prompts and I've been doing it every morning this week mm. and I genuinely feel like I don't know I just thought my week has just gone so much better I don't know if I've taken time out yeah of my day especially in the first thing in the morning and I dedicate it like to myself yeah and it's kind of like how can you help others when you don't look up how can you look after other people when you don't look after yourself it's very true so yeah I honestly that journal book like if you're a bit lost of journaling and you don't know like where to start like that's a really good like guide yeah and the book's very pretty well that sounds interesting I'm always yeah. so sketchy on self-help books I'm just like this seems a little but bit it's cringy not, it's not a self-help book because it's like a journal okay it's a self-help book that you write essentially so it's like okay. a journal okay I, I really recommend it because I don't love self, self-help books. But this is like, well, you write it essentially, so it's great. So, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think because I wrote down three. I <laughs> Do you want to give two? Mm, okay, so <laughs> people just think that all I do is watch TV. I mean, I do. It's okay. It's a passion of yours. Um, It actually is. Um, Well, when this comes out, the show would have really been out for a while mm, like a couple of weeks i say queen charlotte is my weekly feel i think i finished it last week um it was six episodes 
it's one of the best yeah one of the best tv shows i've actually watched oh when i mean like it was good like as in i the restraint i gave myself i watched an episode every single day every day and i did it to prove myself that i had control like i had um what's the word not control but like i can't i can't figure the word i don't don't know what you're trying to say like i have restraint that's it like i I, discipline discipline that's it i have discipline like i can want to watch want to do something really badly but can can discipline myself to be like no do it once a day and it's like that and i know it sounds silly because it's a tv show but it's so been it's like it's binge worthy that you can just watch it in one day do you know what i hate what that was my weekly feels for the next episode what queen charlotte yep (laughs) (laughs) i hate it i can't hear i can't hear I hate it here. <laughs> because the was like, yeah, watch it. I was like, I don't like Bridgerton. Okay, I'm not watching well, it. I have another one. So I was like, I'm, I, I don't like Bridgerton. I'm not watching it. And then I was like, oh, fine. I got nothing to watch. I might as well. And I was like, shit. This is good. First of all. But I've not finished it. So don't. So no, 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 no. You can have that as your weekly fill. No, because that's my next week episode. Well, you can still talk about it. No, it's not the same. I haven't even dis- I didn't describe it at all. I just said that it was binge worthy. Did I ever mention anything else on it? No. I know. I'll, I'll think about it. Are you sure? Yeah. Do you want me to carry on or do you want yeah, me to Yeah, no, no. I want to hear your other one. You want to hear my other one? Yeah, please. Um, so it was music actually. Ooh, I love when you give music ones. Um, this one is an this one again, this EP's been out for a couple of weeks. Um, by an artist called Any. She's a rapper, a British rapper. Love her. her. She is so attached. You, if you've heard the song, have you heard the song? Peng, is it "Paying Back Girls"? You with Georgia Smith. You might have heard the song, but didn't maybe, know it was may, her. yeah, maybe I, I know of it. So when I she's it. so talented. Like she's just one of those. Like I do always like rappers that are like poets, like really like lyricists. Like you really, they really talk about really important stuff. And she's definitely one of them. How and, old is she? Um, I don't actually know. She's around our age. Mm. Um, but yeah, she has a new EPA, a new EPA, a new EPL <laughs> called Charge It. Um, and it's just so good. It's such a, like a, a nice feel to it. You can just like play it in the car. It's just like such a feel good, like just oh let it God. ride the whole hour. It's just, this. it's just so good. Like she's just, I just love music like that. Like, like it doesn't always have to be so overproduced or mm. even the lyrics it doesn't have to be like yeah i'm shaking my ass and this 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 like it can you can talk about like real stuff that's actually happening and she just she's so swaggy like i just yeah i just oh really like I, can't, her. I can't wait to listen to it now um on route so yeah, home <laughs> super super quick i think it's like the ep is short so like you can get through that in like half an hour oh it's short, yeah it's short. a short short but i like that short and sweet lovely so um yes yeah. we'll put that up there because um more people need to know about her there's yeah. like, i have like loads of like loads of artists where i'm like oh my god why is no they're not big enough they're so talented what oh is my god, going we on we literally spoke this in the car didn't we but i should make a playlist but i don't know if people will appreciate that yeah i always appreciate new music <laughs> i always like if I, you don't like you'd be like this is trash i'd be like well no but like, everyone's got different music tastes like, that's fine it's true i do you feel like my unless you there's a rock immaculate but. though oh no we don't do rock here so <laughs> anywho <that>. guys <laughs> anyway we're gonna leave it on that uh it was a bit of a long ep- i think it's a long one yeah yeah oopsies um but yeah uh, but yeah we're gonna love you and leave you guys until the next one okay. bye
Bye.